I believe there's a hero in all of us. You have great powers, only some of which you have yet discovered. I'm a superhero, Mama. A real-life superhero. The world needs extraordinary. We will make you a superhero. Are you ready to become a hero? Initiating surprise in three. This two is one. The Real Brian Show. I was definitely going to say it's not your mother's show. Definitely. <laughs> we are the show for the multi-passionates. People with a lot of curiosity and interest, ADHD brains, whatever you want to call it, you know, always here to make your day in life so much better. You know, Captain told me that he saw Black Adam, so he's going to give his recommendation on that. Good or bad, we'll see. New music. We have an interesting Halloween origin. My cousins came through last week. Yes. Butterbeer's Zoa Caffeinatrix. Hey, I'm home. Yo, I am. I just practicing yelling, Mom. Yeah, let's rock it. I feel like we should do some yelling throughout the show today. Welcome to the Real Brian ah, Show. Ah. Oh, my. Ah. Hello, Cap- Captain. I'm, Cap- I'm Captain Influence, yes. Hi. I'm the Real Brian. Hi. Hey, people, ah. people have been calling me the Real Brain lately. And really? vocally, too, by the way, not like, you know, people always write brain instead of Brian. It's just the way that you right. know, it does it all the time. I've had two people now on a Zoom call say, you know, oh, hey, the real brain. I'm like, Brian. <laughs> and they're like, oh, my gosh, I read that wrong. Both people. Then they're wow. like, well, actually, maybe you should be the real brain. So I'm like, mm, okay. I mean, I am. The real brain I'm, show. I'm pretty smart. At least I like to think so. You think? Are you smart? You think? Yeah, you are. Uh, you know, I was, yeah, a you lot, are. I was a lot smarter when I was younger. I'll put it that way. Before you tripped yeah. out. I think I'm getting, I'm getting wiser as I get older, oh. but I'm also getting dumber. <laughs> Does that make any sense? Like, uh, no. Like my intelligence level, I feel, is declining over the years, but my my wisdom level is increasing. How does your like intelligence I'm, I'm, go down? I, I can understand know. if it's stagnant, like because you're not learning anything. But how does it actually go down? Because what you've learned, know. you've learned. That's true, and it's a, that's a tough. Maybe we can talk about that someday on the show. That, that's a yeah. tough subject because the, the the line between intelligence and wisdom, you know, there, there's a oh, yeah. difference, and Big time. we kind of all. Most of us intrinsically know the difference, but it's hard to articulate. You know what I mean? So, yeah, we might have that discussion someday. I see it as you learn something, so you have the knowledge of it, but it doesn't mean you know how to use the knowledge. So turning it into an understanding of the knowledge and app, you know, applying the knowledge, that's where wisdom yeah. comes into play. That's my most simple definition. Yeah. I mean, there's more like to that. it, of course, but... Because, yeah, I mean, people learn all kinds of stuff all the time and they spout that stuff at you. But I'm kind of like, it's okay. Well, Sci-Fi November is coming up here next week. So I'm a huge fan of, yes. as you know, Starship Troopers. And one of the things that Radchak or Razak, depending on, uh, you know, what you're reading or watching. <laughs> Radchak. Uh, Radchak. Silly name. Anyway, one of the things he says in it that I absolutely love is he says, like, oh, he asks a question and then Rico regurgitates it and he's like the exact words out of the text but do you understand it yeah Yeah. do you understand it do you know what it means and he's like well no and it goes of course you don't because you've never experienced it right and i was like that's where wisdom comes into play true i like that's that's certainly one form of it for sure so yeah Yeah. it's just an accumulation of just of just experience basically yeah here's a great piece of wisdom that i just heard and i love this and i want your thought on this it's a quote and the quote goes, go where you are celebrated, not where you are tolerated. 
What do you think about that? It sounds very catchy. <laughs> I like it. But do you understand um, it? Well, do because you know? uh, yeah, I, I think so because you, you, it's telling you to, to surround yourself with people that enjoy your company, like, like celebrate you. Like they, they enjoy you. Right. But if you surround yourself with people who just tolerate you, like, like say you go to a, you go to a, a university class and it's yeah. like a history art history class and you don't know anybody there, but you're tolerated there. Right. You got to still go there because you're taking the class. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. See? Well, that's one of those things though. If people don't know you, that's hard to say because they, they don't know whether or not you should be celebrated or tolerated, but I'm thinking of situations. So whether it's your work, whether it's us doing the show, whether it's your friends, family, you know, people around you, like you said, do people, are you, yeah. Are you putting yourself into situations where you are celebrated and, and not like, I'm not talking about where you're like a God walking amongst mere mortals and people <laughs> bow down. I'm not talking about like that. I'm just saying like people, like you said, they love you. They respect you. They celebrate you. You know, you're, you have a, yeah, use they're, they're there. bummed you have a if purpose. you don't show up, you know? Yeah. And yeah. same with like, you know, your work or situations like that, or, you know, are you surrounded by people or situations or work and all that where it's like, you're tolerated, but you can tell it's kind of like, like you're almost like intruding in on them or you're a bit of an annoyance to them or whatever the case may be. And again, this can go for well, literally anything, but we're, we're all in situations on both sides there for sure. So I, I like the first half of that. I love go where you're celebrated makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah. Not where you're tolerated doesn't because sometimes you have to go where you're just tolerated. Sure. Okay. So maybe there's a situation where you, there's really truly no choice in the moment. Right. But you could probably choose eventually to get out of it. Like the grocery store. I got to go to the grocery store and I'm just tolerated there. Right. I'm not celebrated there. Yeah. But again, I don't think anyone that, that's a situation where nobody knows one way or the other. Okay. I'm thinking of like, if you are, I don't know if you're hanging out with a group of friends, if you are doing work where people kind of tolerate you, I did a show where people just expected me to give them free advice all the time. Uh huh. That was not, I was not being celebrated in that moment. They were not saying, wow, Brian, you know, I respect you. You have so much, you've spent your life and money and time learning this stuff. I would like to pay you for that. They just wanted to oh, suck yeah. me dry for free. So they didn't celebrate <laughs> me. They tolerated me and then they used me. You know, that's, that's not cool. Uh, I mean, it's that's just, right. that's an example. That's right. That's an example, but I'm just, I don't know. It's a really interesting quote and it got me thinking. And I don't know. I, I was like, well, I, I'm very much being celebrated at church right now, which Good. is really cool because I left the church many years ago, uh, to get away from stupid Christians, <laughs> stupid just, Christians. Yeah. Just being not, honest. Uh, he's, you're, you're, yeah. Make sure everybody understands you're, you're differentiating Christians from stupid Christians. Yeah, yeah, no, this was leaving. So I, and this is, this is what I've always said. I left the organized church to save my faith. Yes. And it worked because that. Christians, some of the Christians I was around at the time were, were not doing good things and, and it happened for a long time. And so finally I was able to go back this year. It's been really healthy, which is refreshing. Good. And, you know, playing the piano there, it's been incredible. And so, yeah, I feel like, Hey, you know what? I'm, I'm celebrated here. You know, I don't know that many people yet. And, but I, I feel like I'm needed, wanted and valued. And I feel like I can, you know, be yeah. in a good place. It's a healthy place. Yeah. So I feel like I I'm like celebrated, that. but sometimes, you know, you're hanging out with people and you're like, you're pursuing the friendship or the relationship. And you're kind of like, do they celebrate me or are they tolerating me? And I'm, am I, am I going too far? You know, I don't know if this person, 
Like I celebrate them, but I don't know if they celebrate me. And then you kind of start to back off like, well, we'll see what happens. That's more what I'm talking about. But I see. Yeah. Anyway, I, I get in that context. I understand the quote better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'm trying to dig too deep into it as usual. Uh, no, no, but that's yeah. okay. I think it's a good discussion and I think it's a good place to, <laughs> well, you know, there's some wisdom right there. Like I said, analyze where you're at, see where you are and, and see if you're celebrating. If you're celebrating, then booyah. Dude, so booyah. Going, going back to what I was saying is playing piano right now has been incredible. And I've been, interestingly enough, receiving some really nice comments and actually some kind of humbling comments, you know, kind of like, oh, really? Do I deserve this kind of comment? You know, like, Really positive, but like, do I deserve this? I mean, kind of, huh? Wow. Okay. Wow. They call it, you're, they're calling you like Liberace and stuff. I told you that. We I know. Would do it. The fur coat I told you. and the clap on, clap off candles, yep. man, has you, been doing it for and me. I, I'm pr- I praise you for going with my advice on that. Uh, I know. Keep doing the Liberace thing at church. Yes. I will. I mean, flamboyant is definitely the way that I play. Um, but the fur coat, man, it's a little warm some days. I just got to be honest, especially in the summer. Tell them to turn up the AC. Turn yeah, up the AC. we'll work on that one. Um, but yeah. I got to tell you that some of the comments that have come in about me playing again and how it's impacted them has just been, wow. Good. So really cool. That's always good for your self-esteem, right? But also neat to see how me doing something is actually having a positive impact on someone else. Like that, I yes. think to me, that's significantly more rewarding than getting a compliment is to know that I've made a difference, but I got to tell you, uh, met some really cool people and we, <laughs> they're like, we're going to have a musicians out. We're going to have a giant bonfire. Oh, fire. Hey, yeah, yeah. Hey, fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire. 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 Hey, fire. <laughs> hey, fire. I am fire. Yeah. Okay. yeah fire. Hey. I got to tell you that bonfire. I took a picture. Well, I think Sarah took a picture of it and I sent it to you and I said, there's a face in that fire. And it yeah. literally, I'm sitting there and I'm going fire, fire. And it literally goes, yeah. I am fire. Nobody else heard it oh, except did me. did it really? Did it literally? Yeah, it literally did. It was me. I only was the only one that heard it. Told me to go and like write an eight page essay on why I like fire so much. And then it told wow. me to go run five miles. Why? So we extinguished the fire. Wow. There was a face in that fire though. I'm not kidding. I'm telling and, you. And, and all joking aside, when I saw that photo, you texted me. I was like, oh yeah, I could see a face in that. Seriously. Isn't that cool how people's brains can can yeah. can see what they kind of want to see in, in like clouds or fire? Yeah. Oh, or, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, the cousins and I, when we went to Grand Tetons, we were, you know, we were riding in the back of the car and I was just like, look at all these clouds. Like, these are amazing. And then everyone's like, oh, I see that. And I was like, oh, I see that. And then I said, look, it looks like Boba Fett's ship, Slave One. And all the kids were like, it does. <laughs> That is slave one. It was That's really such a cool phenomenon. Oh, it looked awesome. Yeah. Speaking of the cousins, they came through last week. Yeah. It was really fun again. Uh, way too Good. short. It was on their way to a, a conference down in Texas, but I was just like, wow, man, we need more time, you know, but dude, I just wish they lived closer. It's amazing. Yeah. You know, you just like instant, instant fun, craziness. You know, good times. Um, I, I'm not going to go into too many details because nobody cares. I, but <laughs> I, I hope that I well, you care, and I hope that that uh, that relationship is maintained throughout there. You know, because they're uh, your cousins are all they're they their whole gambit of ages, right? But the kids, yeah. particularly, I hope that when they get in their teenage years and beyond, that they maintain that level of friendship. Well, Buckwheat just turned 13 this week. Oh, okay. So okay. he is officially a teenager. And the others are under, but I'll um, be yeah, young, right? Yeah, a thirteen teenager, but still, you know, I know, and, and you, you know, know, those are people that I absolutely celebrate. So yeah. you know, that's cool. I, I I do celebrate people like that, and that's great. But I love them. We were having a good time, and you know, I was doing my whole little thing where Emmy's like, "Okay, bicep curl me," you know, and then jumping 
Well, and then I, you know what else I was doing? Cause after everyone knows the failed surgery, the dead, you know, gastroc in the calf muscle and all that good stuff. I was like, you know, my balance isn't the same, but I've been working really hard, especially at Pilates to see how good my mm-hmm. balance is. And so I was, I was like, okay guys run at me as hard as you can and try to knock me over. And so <laughs> challenge accepted. <laughs> Oh boy. I mean, that went on for 40 minutes. Um, Jeez. It, uh, was, uh, okay. My balance is good. Booyah. So Booyah. pretty excited, man. Anyway, uh, so much more to share on that, but I won't just because again, uh, you know, you had to be there to really enjoy it, but good times. Love those guys. And uh, you know, like I said, wish they were closer because so much mischief we could get into. We did take a picture. Maybe it, I'll, I'll see if I can post a picture of this at some point. We did pick, take a picture of sniffles, the magnificent and snuggles. And then I found out that MZ's got her own snuffles. Ah, so pup sweet did, uh, you know, make that, which is great. All right, dude. That's so cool. I want to shout out to caffeinatrix. Remember Natalie caffeinatrix. Remember her? How can I forget Natalie? I know like one her. of my favorite guests. Yeah. So high yes. five smack, you know, smack. That's right. where you guys started that. God, that's old school. I know. Well, that was three years ago already. Can you believe that? Three oh, and a half dude. years ago. My goodness. Hard, hard to believe. Yeah. So, Man, Caffeinatrix. First of all, I just want to say thank you for listening. She's been enjoying the show, or at least I, I think. Maybe I just put that word we in hope. her mouth. She's been listening. That's I'm okay. not sure if she's been enjoying the show. But anyway. Yeah. It was really cool. <laughs> she sent me this voice message. She's like, oh my gosh, I was listening to your show. And she was talking about the movie that you and your uh, your movie buddy went to. And yes. said there was uh, some. Don't worry, darling. Yes. Yeah. She's like, there's this huge thing on social media about it. And I was like, clearly we missed. You're not even on social media, but I missed not it. Not even a little bit. I had no clue. Apparently there was some big whatever scandal going on with the actors and all that. And so it created kind of this whole like, we got to go see what the movie's all about. Interesting. I missed out on that one, man. But then she said, well, we're getting ready to go see Black Adam today. Yeah. She and her coworkers. Oh, good. And then she went on to say that her company that she is now working for, she's in, you know, design and all that. um, She, they do all of the branding and design their company for Dwayne Johnson's energy drink company, Zoa. That's so cool. And I was like, I didn't even know about that. That's really cool. And so Zoa paid for Natalie and her coworkers t- to go see Black Adam last week. Nice. And I know. I was like, that's going to take the, you know, the rest of the day off kind of thing and go. That was really cool. And then uh, one of her, one of her coworkers actually is, is designing a refrigerator wrap for, you know, Dwayne to basically put all of his energy drinks in there when he's hosting people and stuff like that. So interesting. So wow. yeah, that was, that was cool. And And so Natalie, I just wanted to say thanks for, calling in and, and sending that over and, and sharing that story. Cause I love hearing that kind of stuff. It's just like, yes, there's a connection here, you know, but yeah, and so and we sh- like Dwayne Johnson too, right? I mean, oh, who, yeah. who doesn't like the rock? Who really, honestly, who doesn't like the rock? So apparently people are now calling him DJ. Okay. I'm going to still go with the rock cause it just sounds cool. The cause rock. we're old school. I mean, we, we, we've known of him for how many years now? 20 some years probably. I mean, he's been popular forever. Yeah. I, I think I discovered him a little later in, that okay but anyway yeah I mean, he started I, out I as like a wrestler right yeah and then he became an actor and he's been an actor si- since the early 2000s or even the 90s i can't remember which but i've known him yeah. i've known of him for a long time it's pretty awesome and he's still going strong man oh i know literally like literally no yeah he's huge <laughs> so he this energy drink that he started it's called zoa and he was talking about uh natalie was talking about how you know, it's apparently supposed to be a healthy energy drink. She's like, well, I don't drink energy drinks. And I'm thinking, I don't, I don't either. I've literally yeah, either. had three in my life, two Red Bulls and one five hour energy. And I didn't oh, like the effect oh. of any of them. 
Except when I'm on a road trip, I always have a Red Bull. Do you? Anyway, okay. Go ahead. Yeah. You they, know, they do keep me awake. Yeah. The flavor is interesting. Yeah. They keep me awake too, but I feel like I'm like having a seizure or something. I, I don't even really know. It's, it's weird. They, they make me feel weird. It's basically like, and I start shaking. Oh, okay. I don't like them. Apparently his is supposed to be healthy. Doesn't have all that weird stuff in it. And so I was thinking, well, I'm going to go look it up, right? Get on. I look at the ingredients and I'm like, wow, like it really is actually good. All of these ingredients actually look great except for one. Except, yeah. And I was like, wait a minute. It's got green coffee extract, green tea extract. It's got B vitamins. It's got a lot of amino acids, you know, post-workout kind of stuff, electrolytes. No, no like weird chemicals, no artificial anything. And I thought this actually is pretty impressive. So why does it have this one ingredient in there that is so bad for you? Do you want to know what it is? Um... I, I really do want to know what it is, actually. Sucralose. So we can, sucralose. Why okay. would you put sucralose, which is, by the way, an artificial sweetener, in a drink full of natural things? Why would you well, do that? One out of 20 ingredients being bad isn't too bad at all. Except that sucralose is really bad. And it's one of those, it's it's one of the, like the bad three artificials and one's aspartame, oh, okay. one's sucralose, and I don't know what the other one was. And then there's the natural ones like stevia or monk fruit, monk fruit, you know, uh, erythritol, erythritol, all that good stuff. So, um, and of course there's, there's risks with those too, but sucralose, man. I mean, I'm like, that was one where of of course the FDA and the Mayo Clinic and WebMD are all like, it's fine. It's fine. You know, it's it's fine (laughs) for diabetics. And then you look at like people who aren't being funded by big pharma and it's like, no, it's really not guys. Look at the studies Uh. these people have done and it's really bad. And so you, you eat sugar and your body goes sweet. Let's accompany it with calories. Well, sugar has calories. And so the body Mm -hmm. is then satisfied. The brain shuts off and says, cool, good. Thanks. Well, obviously diabetics can't do sugar. But here's the thing. Artificial sweeteners do the same thing. The brain goes, awesome, sweets. Where's the calories? Oh, there are no calories. So it craves more and more and more. But it's still telling the body that Uh, there's an insulin spike. uh, And so you get the insulin spike. Now, a lot of these mainstreamers are saying, no, there's no insulin spike. I'm like, there is, dude. (laughs) They've got studies to prove it. So Mm. it's, and then they're saying that sucralose also uh, causes a lot of really bad gut issues. Um, oh, okay. And it's over time, of course, you know, yeah, if you eat a little teeny bit here and there, it's not going to be that big of a deal, but here's the kicker. And this, I didn't know until I was researching it, that the guys that invented sucralose went to college to find a more effective and efficient pesticide. <laughs> and so they, <laughs> really? were, they were chlorinating <laughs> sugar molecules in order to attract like grasshoppers and other pests like that to the chlorinating su- sugar. Yeah. Wow. It would attract them to the sweetness like they go, oh, hey, sweet sugar. Okay. But then the chlorination would kill the grasshopper. And that's what sucralose is. We're eating chlorinated sugar molecules. Why, oh, why would, why oh, would we, dinged. why would we want to eat? I mean, that's just, oh, that's fascinating. That's a really good story. <sighs> yeah. So guys don't eat sucralose. Don't, don't consume it. Trust me. It's bad. It's bad. I mean, and especially for diabetics, it's even worse. Just don't do it. Go I wish ahead. there was a way that DJ could, could learn about that and, and have his, his uh, energy drink switch to some other switch to monk fruit. I, mean, I wonder how realistic that is, or how how efficacious it is, or what. I mean, like you know, me putting monk fruit in my coffee every morning is one thing, and it and it seems and I baked with it too, and it seems fine. But maybe it's not mass producible in a in a energy drink like that. Oh, it is. It's just probably too expensive. 
Because, well, the reason I wonder that is because I've never, I haven't run across any kind of uh, drinks or food products that have erythritol in them, like like they would have stevia or sucralose or aspartame I as have. their sweetener. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're natural. You're going to find them more at Whole Foods, typically okay. more expensive, plenty sweet enough. They, I, okay. They really, I mean, it's out there. It's just, it's more expensive. And I think that's I probably see. what it is, is a cost issue. But, you know, yeah. uh, one of our friends, you know, Johnny Pistol Shot, you've, he's been on the show before in the past, but, you know, we he play was- play with him every week. Yeah, well, we, well you know him. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, not everybody else does, but <laughs> he was doing research, you know, on effects of sugar alcohols on, on the liver. Oh, and okay. so, um, he was talking about how, you know, erythritol is a sugar alcohol. And he was talking about that, of course, too much consumption of that, especially over time can be incredibly damaging on liver. And so anybody that has any risk of, you know, liver risk issues, which apparently diabetics okay. do as well. Yeah, um, sure. that can actually cause pretty severe liver damage over time. And so if you are going to consume erythritol for, or any sugar alcohol, you have to really moderate that and monitor it too. Right, so right. that's an, I didn't know that either. So it's just like, man, you know, this is why you go back to saying, I'm just going to consume very small to moderate amounts of maple syrup, honey, <laughs> and just natural sugar, raw yeah. sugar. But again, everything in moderation and just, you know, eat the cookie. But I, I, I mean, I don't know. You get into these artificial or, or chemically kind of created things and it, it does kind of scare me now, but yeah, I still like yeah. monk fruit and or erythritol. I like that. It's just, just moderation. Yeah, That's it. That's the lesson. Man. There you go. But so if you're going to have a, if you're going to have a Zoa energy drink, just know that it's got sucralose. The gross it. amount of the, the ingredients in it are good. There's a little bit of bad in it. Just yeah. don't drink a lot of them. It's probably mostly good people, for you, but it's going to kill you a little bit every day. But but consider the people out there are people out there, lots of people out there who drink like a six pack of Red Bulls a day or or monster energy drink or something like that. Whatever their favorite energy drink is, they drink a lot of them. That's if their they'd coffee. switch to Zoa. Yeah. Yep. If they'd switch to Zoa, even though it has sucralose in it, maybe they'd be doing themselves a solid. You know, it would be better than most of the energy drinks, but if they're drinking six energy drinks a day and that much sucralose, it's gonna hurt them eventually. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. cause problems. So sure. my my recommendation is Hey, DJ, The Rock, switch out your sucralose with something better or just drink coffee or green tea, guys. <laughs> I think he heard you. <laughs> I know he did. Hey, but speaking <laughs> of sugar, and this is a sugary, glorious moment here. You know, okay, it, it's almost Halloween. It's October. I mean, I love this year. I love Harry Potter. I love butter beers. A pity they let the old punishments die. Was it on detention would find you hanging by your thumbs in the dungeons? God, I'll miss the screaming. Yeah, and I love the screaming too because there's nothing like <laughs> hearing tortured people scream. It's amazing. So butterbeers, though, can usually shut them up, you know? And so we went on this journey to yeah. find the best butterbeer. I took three recipes from online and I filmed a video on this, but I didn't really like how it turned out and then also had some technical difficulties because... <laughs> <laughs> I was learning some new things and I didn't do it right. So I'm thinking about doing a new video in the future with a modified recipe. But what I did is I took three recipes that others had already created. One of them was your basic, oh, it's a copycat recipe. You know, this is the, this is the one that is just like at Harry Potter world or whatever. Well, it right, was Universal Studios. Yeah. yeah, it was literally A&W cream soda, butter extract and caramel extract. And then like whipped cream and some, you know, butterscotch drizzle. That was it. Wow. It tasted like, Kind of boring. Cream soda with artificial flavoring. <laughs> That's all it tasted like. It was eh. And the eh. second one 
actually was a little more real. They used real butter. They used brown sugar in it. They used apple cider vinegar in order to get kind of that fermented taste, you know, to make it more like a yeah. butter beer or an ale or something. And they were trying to keep it. Interestingly, though, um, I loved that. That was amazing. I didn't think I was going to like that. It was kind of like, I don't know, that's kind of weird, but it was awesome. They used rum extract. Then they also used the the cream soda as well. And then some others. I think they used real cream in it, too. There, There were a bunch of more real ingredients. And then the third one, and this was a one where the guy wanted all natural ingredients. And he also found a butterbeer recipe from the 1500s, an actual oh, real really? one. So he was kind of trying minute, to, really? yeah, he was trying wow. to mix a real butterbeer recipe from the 1500s with, you know, trying to get it as close to Harry Potter as possible. This guy also, his channel is all about alcohol. So he loves alcohol. And so it involves putting real ale in it. And okay. I found a non-alcoholic ale. I can't stand oh, beer. Duels. Yeah, this was, uh, I still can't remember the name of it. It's, it's a different one. It's, it's pretty high quality from what we heard, but St. Pauli girl. I just don't like beer at all. I don't like yeah. the smell of it. I don't like the taste of it. And so I was like, well, we'll try it. But here's the thing, because it had like Demerara sugar in it, which is a really high quality sugar with a good flavor profile and it had real butter and it had fresh grated ginger, fresh grated nutmeg. It had like whole cloves in it. You know, it's like a lot of work. I'm thinking this is going to be a really, really, really good drink. And Did you I like spend a whole day on that one. No, no, no it didn't take that long. Actually, that okay. was fun. Okay. I expected that to be the drink that I would like. And we all tasted it. And, and uh, we had one of our neighbors come over and uh, by the way, hello, hello to her. Uh, we need to get you a radio name, by the way. Thank you for listening. I'm not going to say your real name because we don't do real names here. Um, and oh, so she came of. over too, and yeah, sort of, she came over too, <laughs> and I was just like, okay, let's, let's figure this out, you know? Um, and she was like, no, that third drink. No, that was really bad. And, you know, Miss oh, Light and I were kind of like, well, it's okay. It's interesting. I mean, like, it's not my favorite, but it actually has cool flavors. And it, it was a, a very interesting flavor in general. But that was the one that he got from the 1500s? Yeah, but the beer taste just didn't do it for me. And I was just like, okay. no, no, no. But the one I liked the most was the second one with the apple cider vinegar okay. and the butter and the real stuff. And so I was like, this is actually really good. And of course the the video like I said kind of kind of messed some stuff up. So I'm not going to be airing that video, but I wanted to at least share it here on the show that we tried it. That was the most butterbeery taste. I think we all agreed on that one. It was very sweet though. And so then if I actually do a another video that I will air, I kind of want to modify some of these. Like I won't even touch that first recipe because that was that was cheap. But Taking these right. other recipes and then seeing kind of what we can do with them to modify them a little bit because, yeah, I love the idea of fresh grated nutmeg and ginger and cloves. Like, why not? That would be good. But sounds good. is there a way that we could, you know, forego the A&W cream soda and do something else to replace it? Because that seems like cheating too. So how do we make a real natural drink that tastes good and tastes as much like a butterbeer as possible? And the recipes online, I was... Like almost, but not quite guys. <laughs> so we'll see, but it was interesting. It was a fun experience and there you go. I think we should hang those people up by their thumbs in the dungeons. Totally. You didn't do it right. And they don't get butterbeer. No, you don't get it. You guys don't know Harry Potter. You are muggles. Dude, speaking of muggles, the origin this week is about a bunch of muggles, right? That, that created something or was that? Eh, oh, are we supposed to scream? Ah, no, ah! It's, it's actually about. <laughs> It's Did actually that skeleton the scare you again, Hubie. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, Captain. Go ahead. <laughs> it's the opposite of muggles. This oh. week's origin is is how witches became associated with Halloween. 
Oh, thank you for bringing this one up. There's so many things associated with Halloween that I'm just like, where did this come from and how, why we did yeah. bats last week. So here we go. Thank you. Yeah. So, so I got this, this is kind of the, the, the source was kind of funny and I had to modify it quite a bit cause it was not very articulate, but the sources was immortalperfumes.com of all places. <laughs> I've never heard of immortal That's perfumes. Awesome. It's just, I, I, I looked I through some. about, I looked through about 10 different links including the Smithsonian, including the BBC, uh, et cetera. And none of them had as articulate or not, or sorry, that wasn't articulate. None of them have, had as succinct of a origin as this perfumes website did. Was uh, it again, because they modified. were too wordy? No, it was well, not too wordy. It was just, uh, they were kind of all over the place. It was very oh, interesting. Okay. okay. Um, I mean, all the information's out there, but, but this was the best copy paste and then uh, modify that I could find. Gotcha. So this all began with the ancient Celts, not the Celts, uh, you from New England, the Celts, the Celtics. Halloween. I like the Boston Celtics yeah. too. Halloween can trace its roots or roots. Sorry. Back to the Celtic peoples who lived in Ireland and the UK more than a millennia ago. And specifically the Druids, their priests. Mm-hmm. The Celts believe that Halloween, known back then as Sowen, and I think I went over this last year at Halloween, where, where the, mm-hmm. it, the All Hallows' Eve originated as Sowen, yeah. or it's spelled Samhain. Yeah. Uh, it was the night that the veil between the spirit realm and the living world was at its thinnest, allowing access to spirits and other supernatural forces. They believed that their druid priests were able to communicate and interact with these spirits. After the Romans took over, the early Christians began converting the Celts, obviously. Mm-hmm. The church maligned, the, the Catholic church maligned the Druids as witches and portrayed them as devil-worshipping hags. Mm. By the way, the word witch, and this is pro- one of the most interesting things come out of this research, comes from the old English pronunciation of what we know as Wicca, but it was prena- pronounced back in old English as Witja. Mm. So witch, Witja, okay. Wicca. Um, it wasn't until the 1400s that witch hysteria spread across Europe. And more than 100,000 people, mostly women, were accused of witchcraft with upwards of 50,000 being executed, mm. most via hanging. But those killed during the Spanish Inquisition were burned at the stake. Yeah, America's witch scare, which culminated in a, the infamous Salem witch trials in 1692 to 93, were largely the end of the mass hysteria and killing of accused witches. So after that, it kind of petered out and it wasn't a thing anymore. Sure. Now, while there were already autumnal festivals that included the telling of ghost stories and other such creepy traditions. It wasn't until the influx of Irish immigrants that came to America in the 19th century that all Hallows Eve or Halloween, as we know it today began to take root. And that's part of what we went over last year. Yeah. The mixing, the mixing of Irish and English customs, such as jack-o'-lanterns costumes going door to door, asking for money. I think we did an origin on trick or treating mm-hmm, uh, led, led to the current incarnation of Halloween. Since witches were also a part of that old Irish tradition, they were incorporated into Halloween along with the rest. Interesting. So there you go. Okay. Well, thank you. And of course, how do you spot a witch? She's made of wood. <laughs> she floats. And if she floats, wait, burn her. <laughs> <laughs> if she weighs the same as a duck, <laughs> then she must be made of wood. And therefore we burn her. <laughs> she's a witch. Yeah, she's a witch. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you for that origin. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Now, what I'd also like to know is what your thoughts were on Black Adam, because I have not had the privilege of seeing it yet. I am very excited to see it because I loved Shazam, but I got to be honest, the reviews that I've heard so far, uh, and I'm not listening to too much because I don't want spoilers, have been kind of a, yeah, it was fine. 
Yeah. But what did you yeah. think? So overall, it was a pretty good movie. But it did feel too much like a reskinning of a lot of Marvel characters who have already graced the silver screen ahead of DC's versions. And I know fanboys out there, regardless of which were the true originals in the comic world, a lot of them were DC did them first and mm-hmm. then Marvel copied them. But Marvel really has a one up on DC in this regard. In the movie sense. Because, yep. Yeah, because yep. they got them out into the into the zeitgeist first. That's so true. number one, Hawkman is in, in this movie, they have Hawkman, which is the same as the Falcon. Yep. More or less. Yep. Dr. Fate in this movie is pretty much Dr. Strange. Yep. Cyclone in this movie is pretty much storm from oh, the yeah. X-Men. Oh yeah. Adam Smasher is basically Ant-Man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And, and then black Adam himself was just a combination of Superman, the flash and well, Shazam. So Yes. He was basically a more badass version of Shazam. Yeah. Well, so as I mentioned last week too, Black Adam was also the first to receive the powers of Shazam. And so he had, I think he was able to use them better. Uh, But at one point too, I thought Shazam and Superman, I'm sorry, Black Adam and Superman, I thought were at odds. I don't read the comics like a lot of comic nerds, you know, like if if you're a comic nerd, you know what I'm talking, by the way, that's a term of endearment. Maybe. If you're a comic nerd, you know these, you've probably read these, you probably know, but I feel like Black Adam and Superman have gone up against each other and it's been a pretty epic fight from what I've it, heard. If if the movie is true to the comics and it seemed to be pretty true to the comics, it just felt very true to the comics, even though I never read the comics. It felt like it was, because like the design of of the jet, oh, by the way, the, the Justice Society. <laughs> only oh, only yeah. DC would have the Justice League and the Justice Society. Of course. And that's an old thing too. So yeah. And so they, you know, they had the justice society and they had their jet and it looked oh, kind of yeah. like a comic booky jet. It just did. Well, and, and it, it comes out of the ground just like the X-Men jet. Does. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and again, it is funny how like DC did it first and then Marvel copied it. But like you said, Marvel got to the screen first. So then it seems like DC's copying Marvel, but right. it's like, well, but not really. Yep. It's just funny. Well, I, I'll say this though. The justice society of America has been done incredibly well in star girl. And I, I mean, I am loving season three so much of star girl. It's still airing. And to me, like this has been even in season three already, it's been one of the best DC, DC shows. That's right. I told you the show wasn't for your mother. One ping only. It's it's one of the best DC shows I've ever seen in my life. I think it it's up there with seasons one and two of arrow. I mean, those were probably the best, but like most of the other DC shows, in my opinion, have been nothing compared to what I think star girl is. I love star girl. So anyway, just throw that out. That's Justice yeah, Society. Well, one other thing I want to throw out uh, is is that there was a there was a ton of gratuitous overtop violence and death. Of course, so keep that in mind if that's, you're taking smaller children. That's DC uh, for you, though. They, they well, that's just that's just action movies these days. Well, I mean, but that's DC. Or any days. Wait, was it? Is it Zack Snyder? No, no, Zack okay. wouldn't touch this with a gentle pull on the thing. <laughs> no, because that's what DC's done is just going crazy on the screen with so much violence and and like destruction. Yeah, lots of destruction. And okay. and what but one good thing I have to say and possibly what saves the film in my opinion is the production value was very good. good. The the special effects, the CG, they were all very very well done and even though I mean they were well done even though it wasn't the deepest plot. It wasn't very deep okay. plot. Um the rock did fine with his character and all the actors did a great job. I thought, you know, there was a lot of synergy between the actors and such. There, there was just a bit of campiness in some of the social agenda bits they threw in, but it wasn't too much. It wasn't over the top. Okay. Um, so in, in general, I thought that, that uh, I'd give this action-packed adventure a 7 out of 10, Brian. Okay. So not terrible. Yeah. I enjoyed watching it, but I doubt I'll ever see it again. 
Okay, oh, interesting. And one more thing I want to mention. There, there was a cameo by some other characters from the Suicide Squad and Peacemaker, uh, the show Peacemaker. So I appreciated nice. that. Good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I was There's looking at the director and I have never heard of this director before. That's okay. I've never heard of Black Adam before. So yeah. So now granted, uh, Jeff Johns was on the produ- production team. So I don't okay. know. Um, okay. Well, there you go. Well, I appreciate that because I am interested to see it anyway, but you know, if I'm being honest, I'm more excited to kind of like, okay, get through the origin story of Black Adam and now let's have a Black Adam and Shazam movie and right. you know, combine everything, combine the DC universe together and let's have some more fun with that because I, I was, they were supposed to bring in, well, okay. So Shazam two is coming out soon. And I think Black Adam's supposed to be in that. So the hopefully I would think so. this kind of yeah. works it into a more interesting story, I hope. I would be floored if Black Adam were not in Shazam 2. That would be especially be since Black Adam's out now. So yeah, I think they plan that. Unless, you know, DJ The Rock, you know, drinks too many of his energy drinks and dies of his sucralose overdose. <laughs> sucralose <I> poisoning, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. I've got some new music I wanted to share. And this one, Ooh, do it. dude, this song, um, something about it. So I like Kygo. K-Y-G-O is the name. I think Kygo does a lot of the instrumentation. Anyway, the singer in this one is Sasha Alex Sloan. Beautiful voice, but it's a song called I'll Wait. Sloan, dear. Sloan, dear. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Come give your daddy a kiss. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how it is in that family. I love this song, dude. I'll wait. It's so good. And oh my gosh. Um, Wow. It's just, it's so, I don't know. The lyrics, that's called I'll wait, by the way. Yeah. Owl as in like, you know, I'll you know, one of those, uh, no, I will wait, not owl, not like Harry Potter owls. Thanks for clarifying that. Oh man, it's so good. So good. So anyway, I'm going to put that on the list. Check it out. Fantastic. And then this is a cool story, bro. Bro. Have you ever heard of the group inhaler? I have not. They're relatively new. And by new, I mean within the last few years. Okay. And so this is another Johnny pistol shot story. He played. These are the days for me. And he said, who does this sound like? And I'm listening and I'm listening and I'm like, sounds a lot like you too. He goes, this is Bono's son's band. Oh, and it's, they're amazing. So good. So yeah, these are the days as their what's one of their newest songs, if not their newest. And then my honest face was one of their more popular ones. Those are the two that I'm going to throw in to the mix. So three songs for you, check it out, Spotify, you can, or whatever. I don't care how you listen to music. Just go check these songs out, but they'll be in the TRBS 2022 Spotify mix. Oh my gosh. It's fun, dude. Like very positive, very energetic, very happy, just good, solid music with good talent. Fun to listen to. There you go, man. Well, happy Halloween for those of you who uh, are going to go out and scare children and hand out candy Dressed or up. steal candy. Actually, that's a better idea. Dress up all awesome and uh, yeah. have, a, have a, go to a nice party and uh, drink too much. Hopefully not. No, that's not what I do, man. I just, I like going trick or treating. They're like, you're an adult. Yep. Give me the candy now. Do it. <laughs> do it. Deep thoughts with Captain Influence. Never tell a witch that her hat is too pointy. She might tie you to her broom and stick her pointy hat somewhere uncomfortable. Well, on that note, you know what the music means. Um, I won't be sitting ah! down tonight, but uh, hey, okay. realbrianshow.com. Go there. Check out the links, the show notes, all that good stuff. You can go to youtube.com slash the real Brian for the videos and all the fun stuff. Is that, there. Was that scream too annoying, by the way? No, no, it was awesome. Okay, I loved good. it. Hey, right. Yeah. Hey, have a great rest of your week. We'll see you in Sci-Fi November. Real Brian Show is Sign it off. The Real Brian Show is a production of 514 Media at 514mediaempire.com.